Thanks for tuning in to Mystic Witch. I'm your host, Blue. You can find out more about me at bluejunetarot.com. Mystic Witch is a podcast about magic, divination, and all things supernatural. Joseph Alexander Robacho is an Nguna Sagwe of Haitian Vodou, a Kimbandero, and a pursuant of other traditions. Joseph has administered presentations and talks concerning the nature of spirituality within African diaspora traditions. He seeks to present material that challenges ideas we have about vilified spirituality and traditions. Joseph is a longtime reader and spell worker in New Orleans and can be often found at the Shopee Colons in the Bywater Botanica Macumba. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you so much for taking some time to be here with us today. I wanted to ask you a question so we can get to know you a little bit more. Um, what is the magical tool you feel you use the most often, and how do you use that magical tool? Um, you know, in Voodoo, we have a lot of like different magical tools, and some that are like you know, like very different. You know, so for me, uh, I feel like the, the magical tool I use the most is the SRS song, which is the sacred rattle that we receive um, in initiation, and we use it to call the Loa and to kind of um, concentrate and condense, you know, spiritual magical energy into a into an area or a place. Oh. So I find myself using that the most. Very cool. Speaking of the Loire, you just recently published a workbook about Papa Legba, who is often gravely misrepresented in television and films. And I was wondering if you could kind of clear up some of those misconceptions for us today. Uh, yeah, you know, um, Papa Legba is oftentimes seen as this kind of, like, portrayed in, in television and movies, it's kind of like a creepy dude that you can't really trust, like, what you're getting. Like, he's the kind of person that's, like, you know, it depicted that you can't, you know, trust an agreement because there's, like, a secret, there's, like, a secret catch. But in reality, you know, um, Papa Legba is, you know, he's about the sun he's about life he's the beginning of the road uh that we all you know travel on in life and you know um like most of the loa you know papa legba is here for like the advancement of human nature and humans and you know um isn't trying to figure out how to like you know con your soul or like you know doing some cocaine or whatever they were doing in the American <laughs> Horror Story. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that one's <laughs> the worst, I think, of all. <laughs> Isn't he associated with certain saints also in Haitian voodoo? Yeah, in Haitian voodoo, we syncretize a lot of uh, the, the loa or the spirits of voodoo with saints, um, mostly because, you know, obviously, like, in ancient times, or slavery times, not that really that ancient at all, um, uh, the different, uh, you know, they weren't allowed to practice their, you know, their traditional beliefs and had to kind of mask them behind saints. And so, you know, Papa Legba often gets represented by, you know, sometimes St. Lazarus, sometimes um, St. Anthony the Abbot, which is different than St. Anthony of Padua. And um, 
you know, sometimes people use St. Peter, sometimes people use, you know, um, a few different uh, different saint masks, uh, kind of maybe depending on where in Haiti their their practice came from, and um, mm. and, and and the people that they practice with, with their you know their own uh, perhaps interpretations are. Oh, I'm aware that his name and some associations shift between cultures and practices, like from Yoruba to Santeria. But my understanding is in Haitian Vodou, he is a go-to between. Uh, between humans and the Loire. So what is his role in that capacity? Um, you know, Papa Legba is like the, the kind of like the divine translator and the messenger, you know, um, without Legba, we can't send, we can't like assure that our messages are being sent to where they need to be sent in the spiritual world, you know, which is really vast. And as physical human beings, we can't, we can't quite penetrate it in the same way. Um, so we rely on Legba as like a, as a messenger, and we rely on Legba as a translator, um, so that our you know our actual intentions are being understood by the Loa, and that our offerings are making it to where we want them to make it. Okay, but he is still considered to be one of the Loa. Oh, yeah, he's a Loa, but yeah. he just has, like, a very important job, you know? Of course, yeah, especially yeah. when it comes to translation, because now we have all these stupid languages. Yeah, right, you know, and, and um, we have, like, you know, he's, like, the Loa that also is about, um, you know, kind of, like, making it through life. You know, he's the steady, he's walking real steady. You know, he's old. He's an older guy and, and how we understand him in Voodoo. And, um, you know, so he's like, you know, steadily making his way down what we call the Grand Chemin, which is um, the, the road of the sun. Um, and, you know, we, we, we want to, you know, take our time in life, you know, don't want to rush too fast. Yeah, yeah. That's actually something that I took away from my most recent trip down to New Orleans, where you are. Uh, I have to slow down in New York. I can't be at this pace everybody's at. It's crazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you gotta find a nice. You, you gotta find your own pace within the, within the pace. Get in your groove. Yeah, it's true. So, what are some of the other offices he may have in Kimbanda versus Vodou? Because you are a practitioner. Kimbanda, Kimbanda is very different than Haitian Fudu. Uh, and in Kimbanda, you know, um, there are like the primary de the figures in that are um, Eshu and Pombajira. Um, Eshu is kind of like used as like the, the word Mister in this case, uh -oh. and Pombajira is kind of used like the word Misses. Um, even though these two uh, names come from uh, Crossroad and Transitory uh, deities, you know, from from the Congo, they have a sh they share a similar role to um, you know Elegua and Elegua, you know, in Cuba, and. Um, so, um, you know, it's like in some ways that like Legba is like the is like a, is like an overarching deity. You know, like if we if we, not that we usually use those terms in in Voodoo, yeah. but um, he's like you know he's more of a deity and then uh, then compared to maybe the Eshus and Pombashiras, which are um, spirits. You know, they're spirits of the dead that have kind of coalesced 
into a form. Yeah, just just for our listeners, can you elaborate a little bit on what the difference is between saying deity or an orisha or the loa? Sure. Um, so loa means lord, like it means like a lord, um, and the loa are the the assistants to Bonsu, which is our our version of like a, of a uncontactable, very distant god. Um, and the Loa are like his messengers, and sometimes you know because we uh, syncretize very heavily with with uh, Catholicism, and sometimes they're called Sanj, which means angel, you know. And um, so very similarly, like just like kind of in like how we maybe view some things of Christianity, like the angels are God's messengers and kind of do God's bidding on earth and the loa are are treated very similarly where they are they're there to kind of do the bidding of god on earth and to and to accept the prayers and to kind of do the do the the miracles and the and the stuff on on, on their on his behalf or his, their behalf rather um and then at, at oisha is uh a selected head which is like you know the orisha are um the Orisha are kind of like a, a, a both a really cosmic thing and an ancestral uh, force, meaning like you know um, uh, there's like you know the idea that there was an original Oshun is a thing, but the uh, just the, the the virtue of there having been other Oshun priestesses and the virtue of them having been born and died um, feeds the greater force that is the that is that priesthood. Um, and and so they're kind of like I kind of see I kind of see the Orishas they're kind of they're a little bit bigger or different big you know they're like you know I don't, it's they're stacked differently than the Loa we'll say yeah. and then um, and then you know uh, a spirit is you know maybe maybe the difference between a deity and the spirit is that a deity has like you know come forward and, and told everybody how it wants to be served when it gets served what it likes and the spirit is still kind of you know it's a little bit more local it's not it's not maybe um formalizing itself in the same way um I mean, kind of honestly, it's kind of like, um, it's almost like uh, these are like kind of like Venn diagrams, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or like, you know, they're, it's not so cut and dry, like what, what's like the main differences uh, of them. But, you know, um, spirits are generally thought of as, as less like, um, stationary, you know, like it, for instance, um, you know, if you, are a voodooizan if you're if you're a voodoo priest and you're going to do a ritual um you can do that ritual the same way you did it uh you know a hundred times but maybe with the spirit uh maybe there's a bit more leniency maybe there's something different you can do or a substitution um maybe it's gonna maybe you could have more of a personal um contact with it and you can kind of like adjust from from there but um those would kind of be the things that I would I would say would kind of make these these kind of very different forces, um, you know, how they kind of line up. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your workbook. What can people expect to find with it? What is the what is the major goal with it? 
Uh, I wrote the Lego workbook to basically build uh, a, a very basic introductory foundation for people uh, who are interested in interacting with a Lawat or are, you know, really desperately trying to create uh, some kind of change in their life but um, do not know or have access to people or traditions that, that can maybe do that for them or, or that they believe can do that for them. And um, so, I, I mean, I wrote this book with it, with the idea, with the consideration of like, kind of like where I was at, you know, a long time ago as a teenager trying to figure out this stuff, you know, for myself. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, because with with a lot like you know yeah there's a lot of stuff in voodoo that you have to be initiated to do um but there's also like the, the the reality that like there are some spirits that are just there you know you don't have to create a special condition or a loa rather there's no there's no there's no um sometimes you have to create a special condition for the loa to manifest you know yeah uh, sometimes you have to have certain power certain words certain gestures you have to know a lot of different secrets to to be able to bring them but some of the loa you can just go out in nature and you can you know pour your libation and and talk to them and they can hear you and like that is you know amongst one of those one of those law and um and so the workbook is is kind of is very uh it's a basic introductory to um serving like that and to it has like a couple workings in there it has ways to contact like as a beginner it has ways to um you know different offerings you can give uh that are with it that are kind of that are acceptable to legba um and yeah so it's basically just like a uh, it's a good way to learn to um to start it's a good starting point yeah it sounds like it and how can people get a hold of this workbook on papa legba um you can find this workbook at uh com. And uh, it's part of their, I think they call them underground, they call them underground something, but they're, you know, they're, they're purposefully uh, made uh, at a low cost so that they're available to everybody. Nice. Um, and that was really important to me in, yeah. the, in the making of this. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about Botanica Macumba in the Bywater in New Orleans. So uh, I have a botanica. I have a botanica. It's called Botanica Macumba, um, and uh, it is a you know it's a it's more, I, I I want it to be more than a than a botanica. You know it's it's a you can buy your candles there, but it's also a space for you to study. There's uh, people there that are happy to answer your questions, and to we have field classes there. Um, we host our own classes. So we also do classes in tandem with Academy Nastique, and. Um, you know, we're like we want to be like a spiritual community center for people, um, and you know, we we try to just offer we try to offer things that people need at really affordable prices. Um, you know, like I really believe that spirituality um, doesn't have to be really expensive. It doesn't have to be like something that that breaks your bank, or you have to choose whether you're going to buy some candles or groceries. Uh, I believe you should be able to do both. And um, so I, I, you know, 
with me and my business partners to kind of design the store to have really affordable products and as well as, um, you know, maybe more expensive, um, like selected handmade goods, um, and uh, a variety, like, you know, a variety of different, different materials made by actual practitioners, uh, and not just, you know, uh, a factory in China. Yeah. How can my listeners book you for consultation or reading or see what classes you're up to? Um, they can follow us on Facebook um, at Botanica Macumba, where it's our primary calendar that we use for, for booking events. Um, you can also book readings over on there through Messenger. You can also call um, Botanica Macumba at 504-657-0059, and you'll probably get me on the phone. <laughs> and um, and you can, you can always book um, over the phone. We also do, uh, we ship as well. And you can find, you know, we're just kind of rebuilding a really robust website now. Um, so soon that'll be there and soon you won't have to call me for orders. But, you know, um, if you look on our on our Facebook page, we have a pretty good, uh, we, pretty, we update all the time whenever we get new things in. And so you can see what we have there. And, you know, if there's anything you like, just, uh, you know, give me a, give me a call. <laughs> awesome. Joseph, thank you so much for your time today. No, thank you so much for having me. All right. Stay Mystic Witches. Be sure to subscribe to Mystic Witch on any of your favorite platforms. And you can show your support by contributing monthly at anchor.fm or on our Patreon page. Follow us on social media to hear exclusive audio clips from our guests at Mystic Witch Podcast.